data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello, welcome to a new episode of Marketing Nuggets. I am doing strong with these weekly episodes up until Christmas. So I have a fun one today. Well, maybe not a fun one, maybe fun's the wrong word, but this is talking about you and the marketing team and how you make creative briefs I've done this in mind thinking of creative briefs for your internal design team but it's going to be a pretty similar process with just some added steps if you're doing it to a freelancer designer or an agency design team. Now when I first started junior me went into my first marketing role and they were like okay Emma you need to get an email made, some new website banners, some images for social media this is your designer, go. And I don't know if I was naive, but I kind of thought I'd be given like a process to have, a brief to follow. I mean, how do I even do it? Or just email them and go, hey, please can I get a social media image for Twitter and I want this image on it, thanks, bye. Like that's how my creative brief started. And I learned very, very quickly that there is things that need to be included in creative briefs. I also learned from working with a lot of various designers and design teams, I essentially learned what annoys them, what their pet hates are, what's an absolute no, and how to avoid it on design briefs and through communication to try and resolve pretty much all of the problems. There's always going to be hiccups in the road, hiccups in the road, bumps in the road, because you're a dynamic marketing team where things are going to inevitably come up. You are going to brief something in that's wrong. You are going to have those times where you've got a crazy deadline. You are going to have those times where you have to go back to them and say, actually, can you redo everything? But there's definitely things that you can put in place in your brief initially that is really going to make their lives easier. And if their lives are easier, in turn, your life is easier. It also means that you have peace of mind when you brief something into them, that they are going to understand it and make it how you want it but also it really just alleviates a lot of time a lot of confusion when it might not necessarily be needed so I'm going to jump right into the 10 things to include when you are making your creative brief and just a bit about the format of your creative brief email I definitely do not recommend you see what project management tool you have at wherever you work the best one that I've seen for this is Trello and the reason why I like Trello is because it's like you can both see it as in you can see the platform but also your design team can see the platform there are some platforms out there where you submit a creative brief to your design team and then you can't see the back interface if that makes sense so I found that really 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 frustrating the project manager that I am that's in me I like to see everything I like to see where it is in flow has it been picked up yet has it been started is it in progress and so Trello was a really really good tool for for me and my team because I like that they could move it across and be like everything that's in like the briefed column then it's like in progress and then it's done 
with some a couple of other columns like in between there so it could be like out for approval etc and then if they have a question about it they could just quickly write it on the card so that it's noted and logged if I need to like add anything extra if there's like a campaign that they're working off if I need to add an extra image or something like that anything that's going to assist them I can just add it all to the same card definitely my favorite there's other project management tools that work very very similar to Trello including monday.com I think Asana does as well Asana's coming to my mind too so yes they are what I recommend the first things first and it seems a pretty simple one is when is it due and I remember when I first started and I'd be like well, it, well it's due tomorrow gonna have it tomorrow and it'll be like no, no, you need to work backwards from them because you've got to think that they've got to-do lists as well. They're not just sat there waiting, twiddling their thumbs, probably not anyway, waiting for you to put your brief in. And so this is how I like to work. And I think this seems to be like the average, I would say, for time that's due. That is like a, a relatively good amount of time. So if it's something small, like 10 Google ads or some LinkedIn assets, or you're changing up your paid social, I would say if it's a static image, I would say five days is good. I think that that gives them enough time to plan their upcoming things, and it means that they can do it when it slots into what their workload is like. If it's something bigger, so if it's like a video edit, or if it's a whole new landing page, or if it's gonna be quite a numerous amount of assets. Oh, there's my dog's collar in the background. Is he gonna settle? Let's see going to settle. Great, he's settled. So what was I saying about it being, yeah, two weeks, I think kind of big, or if you're just really, really organized and you can give more time, great, give them two weeks, even if it's something that is smaller. Don't You don't have to wait until it's five days before and brief it. And then you're gonna want a big chunky amount of time, maybe three months if you're doing a big campaign or a product launch. This gives them time away to go away and brainstorm as a creative team and think of different ways and routes and typically with that one they're going to need to do a lot of work on their side it's not just going to be like a receiving the brief and making the magic happen you're probably going to need a bit more of their creative thinking and brains so briefing in with as much time as possible helps a creative director or whoever the creative lead is be able to also plan their time as well and also put in the time to come up with creative ideas. So the second one is the copy. And of course you need to write down what copy is actually gonna go on the assets. Now, biggest thing to flag here is, is the copy signed off? If it's not signed off, but you need creative to get sign off, then get them to do one creative asset because this was something that I always used to come across. I'd be like, well, the copy's not signed off. Not that I would tell them that it wasn't signed off, but it sometimes wasn't signed off. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 it's signed off. Knowing full well in my head it wasn't signed off, but I needed the asset. So I learned pretty early on to be like, right, this is just for sign off. Then I'll come back and you can do more of the other assets. But a big piece of warning if you are gonna do that is if you're gonna do that, you do need to tell them what other assets you will need once that's signed off. Because when they're thinking of what creative they're gonna do and how they're gonna design it, they need to also think, well, is that gonna work on Twitter? Is it gonna work on a cover photo? Is it gonna work on a landing page? Is it gonna work as a website banner? Is it gonna work in an email? And so they have that in the backs of their minds as they're designing whatever you need. So it's worth flagging to them what dimensions and what assets that you're going to need as well which leads me nicely on to number three which is what assets and what dimensions are needed if you work with like the same design team you probably don't you're not going to have to write every single time the dimensions of a linkedin sponsored 
content is X. The email thing is why they're going to know the dims i only include the dims if one it's a new team that i'm working with or two it's like something that is not our everyday piece of work that i've briefed in and that's usually if it's something like an external platform so say we're going to do something in a magazine i'm going to include the, the dimensions on the brief so that they know what they're making it to now my flag on this one is are you sure this is everything If you're not sure, A, can you wait until you are sure? Or B, can you add a couple more things there that you might need, but you're not 100% certain of at that moment that you're briefing it in? In my my experience, it's better to get them to do a couple of extra dimensions of things that you might need instead of getting them to deliver everything and then go, oh, actually, can you also make this? That is definitely something that does not go down well. Also, if it is part of something that's slightly bigger, I mean, it doesn't need to be a full-blown campaign, but if it's something that's a new product and it's going in like seven different places, can you just put that on the same brief? That is so much easier than briefing in like one brief for an organic ad, one brief for a paid ad. And what is really, really crucial is if it is numerous channels and you're a bigger team and say somebody runs organic social, but then somebody runs paid social, Make sure that everybody is talking to everybody before it goes to design. So don't get the organic team to be briefing into design without speaking to paid or Google ads or display ads or anybody else that might need ads as well. You need to have those collective conversations, those collective decisions before it goes to design. Because what you don't want, and this happens so often, is that one team will brief into design, design will make those assets, and then another team will brief in and be like, oh, sorry, can you make these now? And they're like, why didn't you all just speak to each other before it came to us? So very much the marketing manager's job is to make sure those processes are happening before it goes to design. And that's more of a problem if you have a bigger marketing team. So if you are pretty small and you and a couple of other people are responsible for all of the different channels and you won't necessarily have that problem. But if you are a marketing manager or if you have been promoted and that is now your role to look after the other teams, you're not necessarily briefing directly to design, make sure you've got a process before all of your other members of the team go to design because they need to have it really slick by the time it goes to brief them. Trust me, it'll make your life so much easier and it's just better for everybody if it's briefed in properly before it goes there. The fourth one is a tricky one, I would say, because you wanna give a bit of direction. So what brand colors do you want? What kind of creative do you want or do you have in mind? But what I've learned is you kind of need enough to guide them, but you don't wanna give them too much that you're doing their job for them. They are the creatives at the end of the day, you need to trust them, but just giving them a little bit of direction, just where to start is always my advice, but I try not to be like, oh, and then can you just put this here and that there and this there. I always like to trust their instincts and I am not a creative. And so I try and just guide them slightly without yeah, doing their jobs for them. You don't wanna do that. The fifth one is what's the call to action if there is one and it might not be something as obvious. It, yeah, you can have obvious ones like buy now, shop now, 
brows here, subscribe, etc., which you might want to put on. But if you're doing more like soft CTAs, I would try and think of some more quirky ones that you can do. And you might want them to give a couple of options on the CTA. If you want to try a couple more like longer ones, get them to do like an option A and option B, and then you can pick when you see the mock-up. Sometimes I find it difficult to pick a call to action before I've seen what the actual creative looks like. Do I just want one or two words or do I want like four or five words? So depending on the space and depending on what the creative is, I would potentially have them do an A and B test of small and large. And if it's digital, you could even run your A and B test live and then see which one performs the best and then switch them all out for that one. Number six is, is there any design inspo that they should be aware of? So it's pretty similar to number four, but here you could be attaching things. So is there like a previous internal campaign that was done that you want them to follow a similar suit? Is there something external that you might have seen that does something really cool or quirky or different way of doing something that you want them to take into consideration? This is where the Trello card gets really, really handy because you can literally just attach it to the Trello card. So that one's a really good one, especially if you're working like with a more junior designer or you're working with somebody that you've not necessarily worked with before. That's also a really good starting point so that you're both kind of gonna meet in the middle. The next one, now this can be a real pet peeve. Does it need a meeting or a quick call or is it pretty self-explanatory? If it is something that they've done day in, day out, don't think that every time you put a brief in, you have to have a call. I usually leave it up to the designer and say, does this all make sense? Do you need a call with me for 10, 15 minutes to run over anything? I know sometimes that it is just quicker to have 10 minutes on it to figure out just to make sure that we're all on the same page. Where I absolutely 100% have a meeting is if it's a campaign or if it's a launch or if it's something that is bigger and we are gonna be putting a substantial amount of spend behind, the creative team are gonna be there from the initial meeting. So once everything's decided in terms of a budget point of view, a channel point of view, they then come along with it and then I will check in weekly with the design team on that project but I wouldn't necessarily do it if say I was wanting 10 new images for the website. I wouldn't be like, oh, we need a meeting on it. Only if they need one because I've not been clear enough in my brief. If they have a call with me, sometimes I feel like I've failed because I should have been super, super clear in my brief. Side note as one number seven is this is obviously from my perspective, not from a creative design. So it would be funny if someone did a podcast back to me on what they wish that they got from marketing teams, because I'm sure there is ones I have missed. The next one, number eight, is are you sure there are no other assets? I've put this in as its own one because check, check, check. Again, as I mentioned earlier, if you're not sure there might be another asset, just brief it in. It's better to be safe than sorry. The amount of times I've gone to the creative team with the tail between my legs and been like I'm really sorry I actually need remarketing banners as well and they're like why didn't you just brief it in so I try it's sometimes it can't be avoided but just do like a double check that there are no other assets number nine is what stage do you want to review it and include that in the brief do you want them to do a mock-up do you want them to do one design before they show it you or are you happy for them to do all 15 pieces of creative because it's a really 
airtight brief and you trust them and you've worked with them lots of times before and it's fine. Sometimes I don't see assets until they're right through to the end, depending on the situation and who's doing it. But sometimes I'm like, yep, just show me one asset or show me what your sort of way of thinking is once you've got a mood board or something that I can go off. But you need to explicitly say that before you start. they start the process so that they know when they need to come to you. And then number 10 is how do you want the asset sent to you? So a couple of different ways are we transfer, a shared drive if your company has like an internal space, Google Docs, Trello board. My least favorite way is email because I always lose my emails, but I don't mind an email if they're gonna put it somewhere else as well. It is sometimes quite handy for me to search my email, but I don't just want emails. I always want it like another place as well where I keep everything see what works best and if it's like something that's if it's a video and they've got really really high amount of storage you might not necessarily want it on your email because then you're gonna have to download it so somewhere like not on your computer like a google doc etc is probably the best place and a bonus one here is i say on all of the all of my podcasts i feel like is double check the spelling double check the copy double check the call to action get somebody else in your team to check it once you have got the assets back from them just because you've submitted the copy correctly doesn't mean that it has been transferred directly onto the design some designers you'll find will copy and paste your words so there won't be any problems but other times they don't they write it in themselves and I have been burned before because I just presume that they've copied and pasted and they haven't and then there'll be typos and spelling mistakes and I'm like oh I should have just checked it so yeah don't leave anything to chance and make sure that you are double checking all of your work Also, when you get your assets, make sure that you check that you've got all of your dimensions. Are there any dimensions missing? That's pretty common, especially if you've briefed in a whole bunch of different assets. There might be one or two that have just slipped through the cracks. So always go and check there and then make sure you feed back to them. Communicate with them. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Hopefully you don't hate it, but what do you like about it? What would you like to see more of? Get their opinion on how they could make it different next time, especially if you're doing a lot of like your own channels and they're gonna have to be doing a lot of different creative throughout the year, but using the same platforms. They might have some ideas as well. So remember that it's not just 100% you briefing into them constantly. Make sure that you do have it a bit more of a two-way street. Put some time in with them to hear their creative ideas and to make sure that you are regularly speaking to them. The better communication you have with them, I always find works a lot more seamless as a team and you can get some really incredible value from them. That's how I found that one, I get in less trouble with the creative team, but also that we get the most out of them as well, which is really, really important because they are an extension of your marketing team. And so you wanna find out the best ways that work for them. This is just what I've experienced, but my recommendation would be that if you're starting a new job with a new creative team, sit down with them and ask how they like to be briefed. Specific designers might like different ways and so really get to learn how they prefer their work to be given to them. They might have some different nuances that aren't on this list, but as a generalist list, this should get you in the right direction and not be in too many bad books with the designers. So I hope this helped and we're getting closer to Christmas now, my favourite time of year. I've just started listening to Christmas music, although I listen to Christmas music on Fridays at the moment. I will start doing it. Uh, the closer we get to December, the closer it's going to be on my list every day. But I, I digress. I hope this helped. If you are a creative and you have experiences the other way, please do get in touch with me on my Instagram, DM me, and I'd love to hear from you and hear if I missed any. 
Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.